All right, 538 here on the Blitz 1170, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. The Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line is always available for you, 918-262-5072, 918-262-5072 here on the Blitz. Mike Boyton coaches show at 6 o'clock, so 20 minutes from now, and then the Shrine Bowl will uh, get underway at 7 o'clock this evening here on the Blitz. Do you guys remember... Back earlier this year when we had the Alabama baseball coach and the betting scandal that took place. Oh, yeah. Did you happen to read any of the details on that today? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, I did not. So, finally, after this happening on April 28th, in which a bet was placed on a game between Alabama and LSU baseball in Cincinnati at the Reds baseball stadium where they have their sports book at. I believe if I remember correctly, that sports book, that was the first ever bet on college baseball that the sports book had ever taken. So it was already a red flag anyway from a guy that was that was coming in looking all nervous and shaking and betting on college baseball. Well, here are the details. By the way, the NCAA today handed uh, Brad Bohannon, who was the Alabama baseball coach, a 15-year show-cause penalty with a five-year suspension if he gets hired in between that time. Alabama baseball program has to serve a three-year probation and pay a $5,000 fine. Okay. Uh, Alabama is now considered a repeat violator, but here is uh, why this case was a little bit unique. Um, quite frankly, because this might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard if you're trying to get away with something illegal. Bohannon, the Alabama coach, was sending text messages to an individual named Bert Neff. So Bert, who was also charged yesterday with tampering with witnesses, destroying evidence, and lying to the FBI, was getting text messages from Bohannon about roster updates and who would and wouldn't play in the Alabama LSU game. And it was so brazen that Bohannon didn't even hide it. Here's directly from the uh, NCAA's findings. On April 28th, when he went up to make this bet, said the better, and Bohannon, Bohannon was involved in the sports wagering, so the text messages show that Bohannon texted him and basically said, hey, our pitcher is going to be scratched from the lineup, so the text message that this Neff guy got from Bohannon was, quote, was in capital letters and it said, HAMMER. So, hammer. And he sent back one and said, let me know when I can tell LSU, hurry. Basically, that's the Alabama coach texting his friend saying, hey, hammer this bet. You let me know when I've made the bet, so then that's when I can inform LSU. Oh, and by the way, hurry up. So, shortly after receiving the electronic message from Bohannon, the better attempted to place the $100,000 wager on the LSU baseball team at the sports book at Great America Ballpark in Cincinnati, but the sports book staff limited it to $15,000. The better then 
attempted to place additional wagers involving the April 28th Alabama LSU game, but the sportsbook staff declined that due to suspicious activity. The suspicious activity included the better's insistent demeanor to get the bet placed and statements to the sportsbook staff that the bet was, quote, for sure going to win. And, quote, if you guys only knew what I knew, the suspicious activity also included the better showing the sportsbook staff messages from the Alabama coach on his phone and explaining that the messages were from the Alabama head coach informing the better that Alabama was scratching its starting pitcher before the game and before Bohannon could alert LSU. He was showing them the phone and reading them the text messages at the desk that he was trying to make the wager on. Uh, you guys got to hurry. You guys got to hurry. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, all right, you'll limit me to 15000 but I'd like to place this other bet. Uh, with some other money here uh, because, I mean, this is a sure thing ever. Yeah, sure it is, buddy. No, 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 it is. Let me trust you. Here, here's a text message from the Alabama coach. That's how he got flagged. The stupidity by everyone involved in this is just jaw-dropping. A giant text message that says, hammer the bet, hammer the bet. Let me know as soon as I, as soon as you do so I can tell LSU that he's not going to pitch today. Oh, and by the way, I probably shouldn't have to tell you this, but you probably don't know, need to actually show this text message to the people at the sports book. My God. So, yeah. So he, he walked right up to the sports book and tried to place that on a college baseball game. Yeah. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. That might be the dumbest partner in crime ever. Like, hey, thanks a lot, man. Not only did you get us busted, now you cost me my job, and I can't coach again for 15 years. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we have a candidate for maybe the dumbest illegal sports gambler of all time. Every time you watch some sort of movie where, you know, a crime is going to be committed or a heist is going to take place, there's always that one guy in the group that you're like, are all these guys totally willing to jeopardize their freedom with the blind confidence that this guy is going to come through? Right? I know. What is it about? Always that one guy. And you're like, there's no way this guy gets it right. What is it He's about going the to get it right. idiotic character that makes you feel like that? No, this time is going to be the time that he gets it done. It's typically like explained almost like you feel sorry for him, like they're down on their luck and you're friends. You know that he's a complete screw up, but you're still friends and you're just almost wishing good and positive things to happen to him. Not while considering that his stupidity is going to bring you down. Almost like if it's your brother-in-law or something right. like that. Ah, it's crazy. You know, your brother-in-law has been arrested 14 times, but, you know, you kind of like but the guy. He's funny. Time. He's cleaned up his he's act. He's really going to turn it around this time, and he's going he's gonna to come through for us all. No, the previous 14 times are going to shine and stick out again. <laughs> I need to know the back history now of Bert Neff. I, we, we need a Lifetime movie. On Bert Neff. And how much of an idiot that Bert Neff has been in other elements of his life. Because I'm willing to bet that there is several instances of stupidity. 
By the way, he also faces up to 10 years in prison now, does Burton F. Uh, yeah. so, so he, after this, after he showed text messages, he tried to destroy the evidence by getting rid of his cell phone. Now, I haven't been able to find out information as to how he was actually trying to destroy his cell phone because that seems like that it has some calamity written all over it as well. What did he do, throw it out the window thinking no one would ever find it again and he didn't turn it off where they could, like, ping it <laughs> like a dummy? I have to know some of these. Uh, God. It looks like uh, The Athletic has a little bit more, maybe, in terms of in-depth on uh, what his actions were after running over to the FanDuel kiosk there inside of the BetMGM uh, casino. Uh, a number of text messages they were exchanging back and forth was 20 between the two and 13 phone calls, including one phone call that lasted over an hour before he had made that bet. So, yeah, there is that. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up here before we take a timeout and uh, get to our very last segment here on the program is former Sooner Mark Andrews is being hailed as a hero. He was on a flight from Baltimore to Phoenix. And according to witnesses on the plane, there was a, a passenger, a woman that was experiencing a medical emergency during that flight. According to Andrew Springs, who was a passenger on the plane, who was detailing the account on X, said the situation was generally scary. The doctor and nurse attending to her couldn't quite or, uh, find a pulse. And, and, it, and the, when they did, it wasn't very strong. And her blood pressure was extremely low, and she was requiring oxygen to breathe. So Spring says that there was a guy that was a larger human being that jumped up out of his seat and asked the medical professionals if the problem could potentially be the woman's blood sugar and offered his diabetic testing kit that he had with him and if you know anything about mark andrews is what he's constantly testing himself on the sidelines he's constantly making sure that his blood sugar levels are in the proper range he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at age nine so andrews then instructed the doctor and nurse on how to actually use the test kit wait a minute that's a line that doesn't make sense to me andrews had to tell the doctor and nurse how to use a blood sugar test kit what were they, chiropractors and not doctors? I don't know. That just seems like something they might know how to do. Uh, the woman's heart rate, no offense to chiropractors out there, but it's like, is there a doctor in the plane? Well, I'm a podiatrist. All right, get over here. <laughs> Cure athlete's foot right now. Uh, the woman's heart rate later stabilized, and paramedics were on site as soon as the plane landed. Andrews deplaned quietly, no fanfare, as he has done his entire career. He stepped up in a moment when people needed him the most. The Ravens did release a statement from Andrews crediting the Southwest flight staff and medical professionals for their response to the emergency. Is it funny that Mark Andrews is flying Southwest, or is he looking for a good deal like all of us? Did he hit the want to get away tab on Southwest? Uh, Lamar so it was took like, all the money. Like a, it's like 190 bucks from Baltimore to, to Phoenix. 
quote, in, a- in addition to fast-acting flight attendants, the real heroes are the nurse and doctor who helped be on that plane. Even though they didn't know how to operate the equipment properly, thankfully, the smartest person on the plane was there to show them how to use this, and they were able to provide the woman with quick assistance as she needed. Now, I added a little bit to that statement because I'm still bewildered by the fact that a nurse and a doctor didn't know how to use a, a blood sugar tester. Uh, Southwest spokesman said the company could not share details because of the customer privacy policies, but they are appreciative of the efforts of the crew and of the fellow customers who assist during these in-flight situations. So uh, good on Mark Andrews for helping save the day for a woman on one of his flights. All right, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up next year on the Blitz 1170 and get you set for the Mike Boyden Coaches Show at 6, followed by the Shrine Bowl at 7 here on the Blitz 1170.